I am Barrington Brennan, a counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. This is part one in a series dealing with things to remember when confronting someone in grief. Grief can be very painful, and many of us do not know what to say with persons or to persons who are mourning the loss of a loved one or dear friend. Therefore, in this series, I am going to read a few excerpts from outstanding sympathy specialists and empathy specialists, and I hope that you will get a real benefit from what you are listening to. Things to remember when confronting someone in grief. Part 1. Many common ways of reaching out and expressing support to a person dealing with loss can make them feel worse, and also encouraging them to look at the bright side can be a way of alleviating your own discomfort. Also, sharing your own experience can feel like you are dismissing their pain. Also, offering help by saying, let me know what you need, actually creates more work for a person exhausted with grief. And you do not have to make it all better. Be brief. It is more important that, that you convey your sincerity and empathy. So let's go on, let's listen, buckle your seatbelts as we share, and I'm going to read excerpts from an article by Empathy Experts. When someone in your life is grieving, it can be hard to know what to say. Stereotypically, platitudes feel insecure and awkward, but if you deviate from them, you might worry about saying the wrong thing or accidentally coming off as insensitive. Know that you are not alone. Even though grief is something most of us confront at time or sometime in our lives, we all struggle with knowing what to say and what to avoid to say, or what to avoid saying. So, I want you to listen. We're going to be as practical as we can. Every person grieves differently, and each may find various kinds of approaches comforting and helpful. There is certainly no simple or unified answer to the question of what to say to someone in grief, but there are some general considerations that can help guide you toward the right words. Could you think of some words people say, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and then come back. Could you think of words people say that can be hurtful or misinterpreted? Here is one. The Lord knows best. That's not good. <laughs> I know that may shock you, but let's go on. In particular, there are some types of comments that can actually make people in grief feel worse. 
Keep this in mind when you want to effectively communicate your desire to offer love, support, and understanding at such a difficult time. And remember, you do not have to say a lot. It is more important that you convey your sincerity and empathy. Tone, body language, and other nonverbal means of communication are thus at least as important as saying any particular string of words. Listen to what some might call bright side statements. Comments that begin with the words at least or express similar sentiments are sometimes known as bright side sentiments. These are remarks like, You're lucky that your mother is still with you, end of quote, or Be grateful for what you have, end of quote, or Life goes on, end of quote. The intention behind such a statement is generally a benevolent one. The speaker wants to help the person cheer up by turning their attention to the positive. But what they are really doing is attempting to relieve their own discomfort at the grievous pain by making a sad situation seem less sad. In truth, telling someone in pain that their pain could have been worse doesn't help the person at all. It trivializes their feelings and may make them think that their sadness is not valid or should not be expressed. Instead of making this kind of statement, try opening up space for the person to talk about their loss. If they desire to, say things like, Your sister was so special. I miss her too. Or, you can talk about your father as much as you like. Remember, this is a series dealing with things to remember when confronting someone in grief. Uh, in reality, in my working as a mental health professional for over 30 years and an ordained minister for over 40 years, that um, I, I've seen a lot of pain we inflict by the tongue on others with are deemed to try to help when they're going through pain, but we cause much more pain. Alright, so what about this? Talking about your own experience of loss. Listen now, try not to project your own experience of loss onto the other person. Avoid saying things like, When my father died, I was such a mess. End of quote. Sometimes, when we are not sure what to say, we try to relate to another person's experience by talking about ourselves. To someone in grief, however, this can feel like a dismissal of their pain. The truth is, there is no way to know how that person feels about their loss. Loss is so personal, and the effort to relate inevitably comes off as superficial. Instead, share a joyful memory of the person or invite the bereaved to tell you about their loved ones if they so desire. I hope what I am sharing so far is helpful for you. Uh, Most of us, if not all of us, have actually experienced the loss of a loved one. 
I did when my father and my mother died, just nine months apart, and uh, they were both 86. But I could distinctly remember when my father, who had a massive hemorrhagic stroke, the doctor told us that he would not live, and it was inoperable, and my father didn't want any um, um, life surviving techniques that will just cause him to suffer and suffer, okay? Um, that was his wish. But the doctor said my father would not live more than two or three days. He was unconscious. He made it about four days. But one day before he died, someone saw me and, and asked me, how is your father? When I said he had a massive hemorrhagic stroke, which they did know, and I also said that the doctor only gave him a few days. He is dying. Uh, when that person heard me use the words, he is dying, they were stunned. They said to me, don't you have faith? How could you talk like that? I said to the person, this has nothing to do with faith or if I trust in God. I'm just dealing with reality of my father's dying, and many times we find it hard to accept. So we're going to talk about these things and more. Tune in for part two. I am Barrington Brennan, and you have been listening to Your Daily Relationship Nugget, and I'm doing my best to keep a smile on your heart.